are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. We're Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how without Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay Packers fall to the Kansas City Chiefs 13-7 to in a game where the special teams were anything but. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen of the day. I understand if it was not your first listen today. I understand if you didn't want to make it your first listen today. On the other hand, the defense... For the Green Bay Packers, I know they lost this football game without Aaron Rodgers, and we are going to talk about Jordan Love. We are going to talk about Aaron Rodgers in this game. The Packers outgained the Chiefs. Let me just remind you who plays for Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid is the coach. The Chiefs scored 13 points at home. 237 yards of offense. They averaged 3.8 yards per play. 3.8. That is a bad figure for a running back. And that was their yard per play figure for the game. Patrick Mahomes in this contest. He made one great throw and it was the throw that iced the game. If the Packers could have gotten one stop, they would have gotten the ball back. Jordan Love who just led the team down to a touchdown with an opportunity to win the game. He was 20 of 37 for 166 and a touchdown. He averaged, get this, four and a half yards per pass. This Packers defense was championship caliber. This Packers defense played terrific, terrific football. The front held the running game in check. They were able to pressure Mahomes, who has not been accurate by any means this season, but he made some erratic plays in part because the pressure was there for it to be made. And so when you look at this defense, you know, Jordan Love is not going to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers beyond maybe next week. In in normal circumstances, the Chiefs would not be able to blitz the daylights out of your quarterback and cause your offense to play as poorly as it did. Still, Green Bay outgained the Chiefs. On a per-play basis, they were better offensively than the Chiefs. Jordan Love, 19 for 34 for 190, had better numbers than Patrick Mahomes. Even with all the tools at his disposal, all of the institutional knowledge that he has, all of the guys that he's been playing with for years, and the Packers defense held them in check. Chris Barnes played terrific football. Darnell Savage was unbelievable in this game. They were flying around and they were excellent. This defense, this defense is championship caliber defense. We haven't seen this defense yet. 
We hadn't seen this version of the defense where they stopped the run game. They're able to, and I mean, and the Chiefs, they have a good offensive line. They don't have a good run game, but they have a good offensive line. 25 carries, 77 yards. That's 3.1 yards per carry. That is terrific team defense. Tyree Kill had four catches for 37 yards on 11 targets. And a lot of them, he was covered. The Packers found out pregame, Eric Stokes hurts his knee. He can't go. So it's got to be Russell Douglas and Kevin King. Now, we don't know which one of those guys was otherwise going to be the starter, but they did not have either really of their preferred starters at corner in this game. And they held the Chiefs to 13 points. They didn't have their best pure pass rusher in this game. And they held the Chiefs to 13 points. It sounds like Z is on the mend. And before you know it, Zadarius Smith is going to be back out there. This defense playing like this is what the Packers need to be a Super Bowl team. They didn't get the win. And there are myriad reasons for that. And we're going to talk about a lot of them later in the show. But Green Bay showed heart. They showed toughness. They showed guts. Guts. They played their Asses off defensively, knowing that they were undermanned. Jordan Love just didn't really find a rhythm until the second half. And even then, it was herky-jerky, and he makes the interception. And, and you know, like I said, we're going to talk about that. Defensively, though, you take an offense that has been, you know, not great, but they haven't been, they haven't been this bad. I mean, this, you're, you're going to look at these numbers, it's it's really really bad and and even in other games where where they did not play well where Kansas City could not score points I mean they lose to the Titans 27 to 3 Patrick Mahomes had better numbers than this made some plays with his legs in that game I mean this was a game that Green Bay really played a play outplayed the Chiefs 19 first downs to 14 five yards to 3.8 yards in terms of yards per play yards per pass Green Bay wins yards per rush it's not close Green Bay averaged five yards per rush in this game they took the right defensive approach they did what they should have done in this game defensively and when you know that you're going to get Rodgers back apparently he's fine at least physically, he's doing well, according to his interview with Pat McAfee, which I do not suggest that you watch. No shots to those guys. Love those guys. But th- this, this, and I wanted to start with the positives because I, I get accused a lot of times of, of focusing too much on the negative. But my takeaway from this game is not, is not anything to do with what the offense did. The offense did sort of what they should have done given the circumstances. The defense was what I didn't know. I didn't know if the defense could keep them in the game. And the defense did keep them in the game and the offense didn't hold up their end for a lot of reasons. And and those reasons were not just Jordan Love, by the way. But we can't talk about the good with the defense and not talk about the bad with the special teams. The special teams was truly an abomination terrible 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 you miss a field goal 
No real excuse for that. The laces were to the side. Mason Crosby's just got to make that kick. It could have been 13-10, and maybe on third and 10, you're playing for the field goal to tie it rather than having Jordan Love hoist the, the ball into the end zone. Now, the one that was blocked, not only did you not get the laces from Bajorquez if you're, if you're Mason Crosby, the offensive line got blown up, got blown up. They had no chance to make that kick. So that's six points. That's the game. That's the game. Okay? It's a tie game if those field goals are made. If you then add the three points that the Chiefs got off the turnover on the punt return, I don't know why Amari Rodgers is back there. I don't know why he continued to be back there. Just put Randall Cobb back there. Your responsibility as a punt returner is not just to return punts. It is to catch the ball. It was like he didn't have any clue where the ball was. You cannot let the ball land. If you make a fair catch call, you can't let the ball land 20 yards in front of you. Run up and make a fair catch. And if you're not going to do that, get the guys around you away from the ball. That turns into three points for the Chiefs. That's the game. That's the game. The Packers win if the special teams is anything short of peeing down their leg terrible. I mean, this is, it, it, it's just, it's, it is not, not just inexcusable, unthinkable that the special teams could somehow be worse from what it was last year. And yet here we are. The special teams cost Green Bay this game. There's, there's no other way to look at it. They cost Green Bay this game. And then Kevin King has an opportunity at the end of the first half, an interception, he drops, turns into a field goal by the Chiefs. That's 12 points. That is a 12-point swing in a game Green Bay lost by six. They played better. Just, just I, I, I got in the negative because it's important, but in a game that the Packers lost by six without their star quarterback, Without their best pass rusher, without their star corner, and without their star left tackle, they played the defending AFC champs essentially to a draw. And bet more than that, it was not even offense or defense that decided this game really. It was just batshit crazy special teams plays. Be like the 18th best special teams in the league, but the 20th best special teams in the league and Green Bay wins this football game. That's the truth. That's how good this team is. That's how well coached this team is. Even if I didn't like everything offensively that Green Bay was doing, I thought I had a lot of problems actually with, especially early in the game, how it was being handled. It's hard for me to fault Jordan Love in those, in the, in that part of it. It's not his, it's not his call. Now he gets to can plays and all that stuff, but This defense has the capabilities, and we talked about this before the season. This defense has the capability of being an elite unit, and if they start to get healthy, we still don't know where Jair Alexander is in his his, uh, comeback from from the shoulder injury. We don't know where Zadarius Smith is in his comeback from the back injury. Eric Stokes, you hope, is not a long-term thing. Hopefully, it's just a a tweak, and he can be back against the Seahawks. This defense, when healthy, can be really, really good. And they showed it in this game playing with that kind of guts and guile. 
Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for other stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And that means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your DirecTV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. And if you're if you're like me, you look into your pantry every day and you wonder, well, I don't have anything good to eat. If you're a cheesehead, you probably love cheese as much as you love the green and gold. And you know how the best part of grilled cheese sandwich is the cheese that melts off the pan and just gets a little bit crunchy? I made one of those the other day. So good. Well, just the cheese made a bar out of just that. That's why I started eating just the cheese. I'm a dad, a dad of a toddler. And so I don't always have time to get protein. I don't always always have the time to make a grilled cheese. Sometimes I want that cheese flavor, 100% cheese, no fluff, no filler. And it, it just, it fills me up. And it, and it satisfies me because it tastes delicious. That's what just the cheese brings. It's cheese and crackers without the crackers, which also means without the unnecessary carbs. It, it is baked. It's just natural cheese. That's all it is. Baked until it's crunchy to give you that great taste of Wisconsin cheese and the crackle of a cracker. Go to Quick Trip and support a number of local businesses all together when you try just the cheese. So let's talk Jordan Love. Jordan Love did not play great in this game. We don't have to sugarcoat it. He was not great. And especially early in the first half, he looked lost. The game was moving too fast for him. And we shouldn't be really that surprised by that. He is a rookie, essentially a rookie. And the, the Chiefs blitzed the bejesus out of him. They would not have handled Aaron Rodgers that way. It would have been an entirely different game plan if he had been out there. We're going to get to that part of it. Now, they did not use play action as much as I thought they would. As much as I thought would be prudent. I thought they would use more RPO. I thought they would roll him out a little bit more. After the the zone read look that I don't think was actually a zone read, but made it look like a zone read where Frank Clark crashed heavy on the running back. I thought for sure they would go back to that zone read in a big spot and get Jordan Love out on the edge. He showed some playmaking ability with his feet. He showed some second reaction playmaking ability with his arm, and he made some really nice throws. The touchdown was beating the blitz. That's a great throw to Alan Lazard on the corner out. On the, the fourth down call to Devontae Adams, rolling to his left. It's harder for most QBs who are right-handed to roll to their left and make accurate throws. Devontae Adams on third and five, almost picks it up. Then they roll him the other way. Interestingly, those are Chiefs plays. You roll out Tyree Kill on the, that little out route and it's automatic. They did it to Devontae Adams. He, shows, he throws the in-breaker to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He throws the YOLO ball to Randall Cobb, which was a good, a good decision because Cobb was open. He gets the ball out to Randall Cobb on third and 10. Cobb goes and makes a play. 
there was a lot of disjointed offense in this. And I thought they could have done a better job of giving love an opportunity to win in a, a less traditional way. I thought that the first half was a lot of what we used to complain about with Mike McCarthy and Brett Hundley trying to run the Aaron Rodgers offense with not Aaron Rodgers. Let's be unequivocal. You cannot run the not Aaron Rodgers offense with not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is essential to the Aaron Rodgers offense. Now, when they spread it out, that gave Love some opportunities to be, you know, decisive, to make some good throws. He showed some good arm talent in this game. The decision-making, the chemistry with these guys, predictably, not there. You know, through a, a back shoulder to Devontae when Devontae is expecting it over the top. Through one over the top when Devontae is expecting it back shoulder. Those are things where you need reps. You need reps for that. I mean, and I tweeted this out during the game. It's like people forgot how bad the chemistry was between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for two and a half seasons. It wasn't until midway through 2016 that those two really got on the same page. I remember making a joke in 2015 that I'm not sure Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams will ever complete a back shoulder throw. There might even be a tweet. There probably is a tweet. Go find the tweet. And, and they worked it out. Patrick Mahomes is a virtuoso talent, has, has played with these guys for years now. Their chemistry is a little bit off. Their timing is a little bit off. Jordan Love got to practice starting, what, Wednesday? Devontae Adams didn't practice and didn't practice in OTAs when Jordan Love was taking first team reps. That connection is not going to be perfect right away. And yeah, Devontae looked annoyed about it. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. So that that part of it, not particularly surprising to me. Who knows what would have happened if he had gotten an opportunity late in the game? Doesn't matter. He didn't play well enough in this game. I don't think Green Bay coaching-wise played well enough in this game or coached well enough in this game. And the offensive line, oh my God. The offensive line was... Terrible in this game, pass protection wise, especially. I mean, every Jordan Love made a number of plays or was forced to make a number of plays where he's not even getting a chance to hit his back foot and go. The the one the one drive where they played well and they scored the touchdown, Jordan Love, or it wasn't even the touchdown drive. Jordan Love is hitting his back foot. He's got time to set and throw. You judge quarterbacks based on what they have out of a clean pocket. Every quarterback gets worse when he's pressured. Now, Jordan Love did not do a good job identifying pressure pre-snap and making clean reads. It was all moving too fast. Royce Newman, as Casey points out in the comments on the stream, Royce Newman was awful. Awful. And it it is it is started to become, not even started, we're at the point now where we have to ask, if David Bakhtiari is going to play next week, who is the starting right guard? Because John Runyon Jr., to me, is the, the second best guard on this team. And Elton Jenkins is the first. And so I just don't care that he was that he beat out Lucas Patrick. I don't think it makes sense to move Lucas Patrick over and put Elton Jenkins at center. 
Play Elton Jenkins at left guard. Play John O'Runyon Jr. at right guard. And, and then let these guys battle it out next year when all these guys are presumably going to have a chance to, to figure out who the best guys are. The offensive line was just not good enough. Just not good enough. And, and maybe they would have been better for Aaron Rodgers. They probably would have been if for no other reason than Steve Spagnuolo would not have attacked Aaron Rodgers the same way that he attacked Jordan Love. It was blitz after blitz after blitz after blitz, even against condensed formations, even against heavy personnel. When, when the Packers made their adjustment, and by the way, I thought it was too late of an adjustment, that they started throwing on first down. And it was straight drop on first down, play action on first down. Great adjustment. Thought it could have come earlier. Then the next drive, Steve Spagnuolo is like, F that. I'm bringing six guys every play. You figure it out, Jordan Love. And he made some plays. He didn't make some others. And, you know, he's just not equipped to do that right now. It's his first game in Arrowhead against a very smart coach and an experienced defense, one that Chris Jones played awesome in this game. Frank Clark played well in this game. This defense has not played well really all season, but they played a little bit better of late. Jordan Love was not ready for it, was not ready for it. And and so I was optimistic that they would be in a better position, but look, they would have been in a better position if the special teams had not been a complete nightmare. This game would have been 13-13 at the end with the, the, the defense getting a chance to force overtime if Mason Crosby could have made that first kick and if the offensive line could have blocked on the second kick. And the Chiefs would have had to score if not for the dropped interception and or if not for the muffed punt. I mean, that's how many things had to go right for the Chiefs to win this game. I think this game says so much more about the Packers and where their team is, both good and bad, because the special team is still a major problem, that they were able to be as close as they were in this game, that that it, it took a bunch of breaks for Kansas City to win. And Green Bay, Green Bay, when they get healthy, when they get their guys, I mean, it's not going to be hard to make the case that they're the best team, best team in the league. I think you can make that case when they're healthy that you think they could be that. I think that's reasonable. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it doesn't taste like one. They have so many amazing flavors. They have a new flavor that comes out or they bring back an old flavor that you love. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy or just plain hard to choke down. A Built Bar soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something a little different. It's an experience. And when you, when you have it, you know it. And you think you're eating a candy bar. I know it's a little Halloween candy right now. Grab a Built Bar instead. They come in great flavors. That'll make you think you're eating a candy bar. Salted caramel, double chocolate, coconut raspberry, coconut almond. It's terrific. And this month, Built is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check the website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. It's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And Bet Online is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your basketball and football this season. Head to the new website, updated mobile, 
or, or desktop edition and sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on basketball, football, baseball, NHL, boxing, everything you could want to bet on is there, including Las Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports bet online where the game starts. Last thing before we go. And there's there's still a you know a lot of things we're just like running up against the clock. AJ Dillon was awesome, as someone points out in the stream. Um, eight eight carries for 46 yards, had four catches for 44 yards, so he's got 90 yards on 12 touches. He was really good in this game. Um, Chris Barnes, like I said, incredible in this game. Devondre Campbell, really good in this game, and and Rashawn Gary, really good in this game. <sighs> The Packers, we need to be unequivocal about this. The Packers win this game if Aaron Rodgers is under center. That's it. I'm not even going to rehash all of the old stuff from last week. We don't need to get into it. I've said what I've said. A lot of people are are upset about it. Well, I don't want to say a lot. There are some people who are upset about it. That's fine. Not, not, not my, not my problem, honestly. If Aaron Rodgers had been under center, Green Bay wins this game. And if you want to make the case that, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever case you want to make, fine, fine. I'm just going to concede it. Whatever case you want to make, make it. But. Green Bay wins this game with Aaron Rodgers under center. And if they miss out on the one seed by one game, by one game, it is not going to reflect well on what happened this week. It's just not. And so we don't, we don't have to, we don't even have to worry about the so-called politics of, of his decision. Doesn't matter. That's not what we're doing here. The football, that's what we're talking about. He was not on the field. If he had been on the field, they win. So take the, the take the decision and the fallout and, and everything that he said on Pat McAfee's show, take it aside. Don't worry about it. Just, just eliminate that from the universe for a second. Had he been out there, they win. You know I'm right. Even if you agree with him, you know I'm right. Maybe that makes you angry, but you know I'm right. They win. They're 7-2 and two instead of 8-1 and one because Aaron Rodgers didn't play in this game. Period. Period. Period, period, period. And it is the case that if he makes a different decision, um, he could have missed this game. Certainly, it's possible. But the reality is, whatever decision was made is irrelevant to the fact that he wasn't out there. He wasn't out there. And to anyone who wonders where I stand on this, I know the Packers are a better team with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback than Jordan Love. Everyone knows that. No one is saying that's not true. Every Packer fan knows that. Every Packer player knows that. You know who probably knows that? Jordan freaking love probably knows that. 
The Packers are better with Aaron Rodgers. They need Aaron Rodgers. And they win this game if they'd have had Aaron Rodgers. So, we don't know if they're going to have Aaron Rodgers next week. He can't even come back to the team at the earliest until Saturday, the day before the game. Can't be in meetings, can't be a part of practice, can't be a part of the game planning. They can't do anything until Saturday. They play on Sunday. So it may be two games of Jordan Love, who does not look ready. Did not did not look ready in this game, which should not be surprising. Justin Fields, not ready this season. Kyle Wilson, <laughs> people who are in on the bit now, not ready. I mean, Trey Lance, definitely not ready. These rookie quarterbacks, high draft pedigree. They haven't been ready. Just Jordan Love is basically a rookie, not ready. We we knew that. Surprise. The Packers are better with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback than Jordan Love. Let me call ESPN. Let me call Adam Schefter. Maybe he'll report it. So, they need Aaron Rodgers out here on the field. The good news. The good news is even with Jordan Love, who did not play great, he made a couple nice throws. Show He showed some things. He showed flashes. But even with the, the drop down from Jordan Love, by the way, they covered. They covered the seven and a half. Good teams win, great teams cover. The, even with Jordan Love, they probably should have won this game. If you just take offense and defense, they win this game. So that tells you the most about this team. They are a very, very, very good team that when they are healthy, can absolutely win a Super Bowl. And the problem is, for them right now, they need their guys. We know Aaron Rodgers is going to come back soon. We don't know if those other guys, he might just be enough. And he would have been enough on Sunday. There's just no question about it. He would have been enough. It was almost enough without him. And that's a credit to Matt LaFleur. It's a credit to A.J. Dillon and this defense and Joe Barry. By the way, we have not talked enough about Joe Barry. Joe Barry has been awesome. He's been awesome this year. And so I I just don't want to hear it. Joe Barry has been terrific. And I think you have to feel really good about where this defense is moving forward. All right, follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe to The Leap, 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.